Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Broke Girl Girl Therapy. Take a sip of water. Jesus Christ. I was like, get into place. Whoa, what the fuck? Am I centered? Am I centered in that thing? I don't even. Yeah. Okay. I can't see that far. I need glasses. Avi. All right, let's do this. Part two. Vatos. Vatos. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy. Guess the fuck what? Rose is back. I'm back yeah. again. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Woo-hoo. I'm here. I love doing this stuff with you. I love it too. Like, that's literally how we met. Is like the first day we met was you on my show. Oh my god! The it thirst was. trap. Literally, Jaffra was like, "Oh, I have someone you should totally do the podcast with." It's this girl that I went to high school with, and I remember she was like, "Yo, I met this dope ass chick in L.A. Never thought I would meet cool people in L.A." Oh, meet she her. said that. I know. Yeah, that is because so like sweet. it's kind of true sometimes. Like when you but but you're an L.A. native. L.A. Yeah. natives just get it right because it. This is this is just where we're born. We're not trying to like be anything. We're just we're not phased this, by anything. No, we're not phased. Like I'm not yeah. phased by celebrities. Yeah, you're yeah, kind of besides like, Beyonce, but let's be real. That's not. She's not a celebrity. She's a saint. It's <laughs> completely different. You know what I mean? Like she. I was watching Black is King, and I was like, Oh my god, you're so holy. good. Yes, it was like it, it's it's just so strange to look at her and be like, You are a normal person, but because you have this platform, I I'm never going to see you as normal. No, never. But everyone else, like all the others, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but people no. who come to LA are always like, oh my God. Yeah. I did see John Hamm in person once. And I was just like, wow, you're really stunning. Like he's just really handsome. Right, right. In real life. Oh, and there was also Lupita. Oh, beautiful. I've never seen her, but beautiful. She's never not smiling. It's like one of those things where I was like, yeah, if I had your teeth, I would fucking smile all the time. She's, just She's gorgeous. Just gorgeous. And I, like, I was just like, you know, watching her interact with the waiters. Because that's like another thing I judge people on how they treat. Like, because yeah. I grew up in a restaurant and it's like, when I went on dates, like I would judge men on how like they tipped. and how Oh, they for sure. When you go on. Yeah. That's a big one. I've had, I've been on dates where they didn't tip. Ooh. And like, and I'm not gonna say who because he's been on the show. But like, our first date, he's uh, been on the show. You know, everyone's gonna go back like some CSI shit, and they're like, "Who didn't tip? Who sounds like they were cheap? <laughs> they didn't tip." Yeah, like the bartender was like, "So you're just not gonna get?" Came up to him was like, "You're just not gonna like give me a tip?" And he was like, "What do you mean?" I even tip when it's shitty service. Right. Like, I, I just, it's in my body. It's in my right. DNA. My dad taught me that way. I, you know, I was a waitress for a very long time. Uh-huh. But, like, I do it, like, begrudgingly. Like, I'm You're giving, like, ugh, yeah. I'm giving you only 16%, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I'm, like, 16. gritting my teeth. I, 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 I and I, also, I sometimes over tip because I just, like, that's the type of person I am. Right, but right. But the way Lupita was teaching, like, treating that, like, she was just so kind. She was like, oh. 
really casual. Like, I just, if I was that waitress, so I would have nice. been like, I know. I would have like died inside. Lupita, <laughs> she loves me. We're dating now. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would be like, Kevin right. said. But she was like the sweetest person. It's always the good sweetest. to know when like, like certain celebrities are, are nice. Yeah. It's always really funny though, because I feel like I feel we're like, always off topic. Yeah, I know we're so off topic, but I feel like I have like family members that I, you know, are always like, "Yeah, people in LA ruin celebrities for me." Because you'll be like, "I really like this celebrity," and they're like, "Oh my god!" And you're like, "I'm Please. not that bitch." Yeah, they're like, "I was, I saw her at Whole Foods, and she like threw a tomato, or like whatever the weird story yeah. is." Yeah, we LA people can. I feel like New Yorkers can ruin celebrities too, because New York is also like an area where like celebrities are also there as well. Yes, and people don't really. I love how we're talking about them like they're exotic birds. Like <laughs> celebrities are also they're found in well. their natural habitat of you know New York City. You know, as they're buying food. Um, they run, they ride on the subway like we do. Um, Celebrities, they're just like us. Yeah, right. Mm, yeah, except you're not stressed about healthcare. Anyways, yeah. uh, <laughs> the point of the story America. Being, but like, uh, uh, like how people really do freak out about like, ah, oh, man, you ruined that celebrity for me. So now I've like decided that I only share like the good stories. Like when right. someone brings up a celebrity, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, that person's cool, you know. But if it's right. like someone I am like, oh my God, no, that's the greatest person ever. Right. It's a big one. Anyways. Sorry. Okay, what? Welcome. Wait, so is this here not? To talk about, <laughs> we're here to talk about long distance relationships boop, boop, because we are on the both end. You are in a very successful long distance relationship and we know mm. mine just fucking failed. So I think you could really. It didn't really fail, it ended. Oh, I am so deep. Am I Oprah? I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not Oprah. Another nice person. Another nice person yeah. I've heard. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no. It just, yeah, it, you know, he, insecurity. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 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 It, didn't, it didn't fail. It just, it didn't work out. Yeah, it just didn't work out. It, it didn't, like, he long- failed, but you didn't fail. The relationship <laughs> we ended. Go, we won't go there. Sorry. Again, I can't <laughs> stop with these. It's my Scorpio. Um, anyways, continuing on. Yeah, so. So, <laughs> tell me about your long distance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This because episode is like, people are going to be like, what do you mean they're not smoking? They're not high right now? I know, completely sober. Um, yeah. No, but for real, like, I think it's so common now, especially during this pandemic. I feel like mm-hmm. there's more long distance. Way more. Yeah. I actually was working on an article for one of the publications I've been working on um, about that and about how my relationship you know, we're going on, oh, snap. It's like a year and a half or almost two years soon. Um, Shit. I know, time. What is it? <laughs> um, it's weird. But, um, but yeah, we've been going together for a year and a half, and the whole relationship has been long distance. Like, are you okay with this? Like, is this something, like, you feel like this works for you? Because there's people who, like, need to be next to their person all yes, the time. because... My last relationship, which was very toxic and extremely bad and emotionally abusive, that was, oh God, that was nearly almost seven years ago, seven or six years ago. I can't quite remember um, because I don't think about it as much anymore. But (laughs) that one, I, my friends will tell you, like, I get really codependent and I like bury myself into people. And that's why I was so scared of dating for so long. You're like Jada. Um, Yeah, kind of. 
Wait, you mean like Will Smith and Jada? No, yeah, yeah. Because remember, she was like, have you seen that Red Table talk where she's like, <gasps> she has like her codependency? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've never cheated on anyone. No, yeah, yeah. Besides but cheating, like, besides the entanglement, the entanglement. But, but I don't yeah, know. I guess I just, like codependency. But codependency is such an interesting thing. What is codependency? Codependency. Don't worry, I have a speech impediment. It's totally fine. I can barely. I can't say the word archaeologist without doing that. Really? I have to say it that way all the time. Interesting. Or like potent. Potent. Pot- I just nope. congested. See, potent. Even, no, it's just potent. Potent. And I say potent. That's bad. What? Potent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's, okay. it's, I, oh my God, I'm making it worse. I can't teach you my dyslexic speech impediment because <laughs> then you're going to pick it up. I'm so sorry. I'm going to okay, stop. It's okay. It's I'm not going to tell you the other words that I can't say. Okay, okay. Like for sheeshes. <laughs> I can't say that. For sh- Fussy. Okay. Anyways, but yes, in a weird way, codependency is just basically you and this person kind of meld together so much that you don't know where you end and they begin. Right. And that's like a, you know, uh, a, a tweet kind of idea of it and everything. It's deeper than that. It's attached to a lot of commitment issues and trauma and issues like that. But codependency can also exist in friendships as well. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Not just like boyfriend and girlfriends, sometimes even in family relationships. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like being, not being able to like live or exist without that person. Um, And unfortunately I would get really just so nervous and scared about relationships failing. Like I was just, I'm, I'm still very insecure, but I was far more insecure when I was like 23 in this relationship, dating a man who was 11 years older than me too, who was cheating on me for literally the last like year of us dating. You know what I mean? Right. And like constantly taking him back and like lying to myself and being like, it's not that bad, but you know, yes, I haven't heard from him in like, two days but like that doesn't mean he's at someone's house like shit like that right right right. and so I didn't you know I had my amazing fun hoe phase for five years and I enjoyed it and I had fun and then towards the end of it I just like you know something happened to me and I just needed to work on myself and everything and then I like met Anthony and you know we both he had been in a long distance relationship for before and it just didn't go well for him and so he wasn't really a fan of it But then we both kind of like, just were like, you know what? We really like each other. We had such, we were fighting it so much. Like I was like, no. I I remember that phase when you were fighting the fact that you loved him. I was just like, you really like this man. You're like, no. And and we were both doing it. We were were both. And Morgan, I remember you had called me out. I was like, y'all just have your issues with feelings. I I do. I do. Because both of us were like, we don't have feelings. And it's because we have the most feelings. You know what I mean? Right, right, 100%. I have have abandonment issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have commitment issues because I I am a huge, I'm extremely loyal. Like, I am Mm. a very loyal human being in all my relationships, friends, family, and with my partner, with Anthony. And so, and I have commitment issues in the sense that I'm so scared that person's going to hurt me somehow. You know what I mean? Because I've been cheated on before and I've never cheated on anyone. And that was actually something that like me and him talked about where he was like, I haven't met a girl who's never cheated on a guy. And that was like a thing. That I've never we, cheated. 
see, and that, I've been telling him that like they do exist. It's just right. that we talk so much in our society. We we're so open about side chicks and like all these things and like, oh yeah, it's like such an open. It's like such a we're toxic. Yeah. yeah, we embrace it because I think we have convinced ourselves that like monogamy doesn't exist and all this other stuff. But like you know, I was like, and especially no. dating in LA and having all these apps. It really fucks you up. And everyone at the same time kind of has their own set of commitment issues or abandonment yeah. issues that we're like we're not trying to we're, we're not trying to commit. We're trying to focus on my career yeah which i learned but really it's just because they're fucking scared yes exactly Mm -hmm. and which i learned like that was a thing that we both realized that we kind of tried to use to not be in a relationship was like oh we need to focus on our careers Mm. but like we both are in love in a relate in a relationship and focus on our careers like it's you could could do that together you could do it together not one or the other also i don't really know what he does and he doesn't really know what i do so it like works out i know that he's extremely good at his job he's very valuable employee he's super dope he's very smart he does something with computers yeah I don't know, you know, yeah, and I wouldn't I tried, know either. Right. And then I try <laughs> to explain to him like what a writer's room is and like what a showrunner is. And then as I explaining to him, I'm like, none of these phrases actually make sense. Like writing for TV and film is just like, none of it actually makes sense. Right. But, like people give you money to just do that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why, but don't question it. Um, so like, you know, there was all these elements going back to like the original part of it is that like when we met, there was all these elements and feelings that we were trying to fight and it, it was this weird thing that like, as we were trying to figure out if we wanted to be in a long distance relationship, we realized that like we had been together for like six months at that point. And we were like, like, might as well fucking do it. Yeah. And you know, um, he is from LA, but lives in Seattle. I'm from Seattle and I live in LA. (laughs) The the fact that that girl, like it's, it's just, it's crazy. So it makes sense. I feel like it's just, it's kind of the perfect scenario. Yeah. And it's been one of those things where it's like, you know, my family, I visit them all the time. Like even before me and him started dating, Yeah, you always go to Seattle. I always go to Seattle. I love my family. I'm very close to my family and I love Mm -hmm. my mom and my mom, you know, sometimes needs help. Shout out to your mom. Shout out to K dot. She's the best. I love her FaceTime. She's like, you know, you guys just have really great chemistry. She's like, I really love you, Stephanie. I think you're so kind and sweet. I know. Keep doing, keep following your dreams. So sweet. My mom, literally there are people that are like, can I talk to your mom? Like she, your mom reminds me of my roommate's mom. Yeah. They're very similar. Very great similar. Moms. Such great. Oh, it's just amazing great. Moms. It just yeah. reminds you that like, that's why I think I'm scared to be a mom. I'm like, I'm, I, this is what I have to live up to. Um, I'm so excited to be a mom. because You're going to be a my great standards. <laughs> mom. I think you're going to be an amazing mom. I think so too. I think I'm just meant to be a mother. Oh, I like I really truly am meant to like be someone's mom. Like, I can't wait to be someone's mom. I can't wait to be the auntie to that yeah. child. Like, I don't know if I like want to be a mom quite yet. Does he want kids? That's the thing. Neither of us know. Like, that's, like, a really beautiful thing okay. that we've both thought about where we're kind of, like, kids. And it's so weird because we've both had these fantasies of having children, but we never imagined the partner. We just always imagined, like, raising kids solo. I'm the same way. Yeah. I Not never th- solo. I always remembered someone there, but I didn't. I, I still have to manifest who that man is. But oh, yeah. we were. Th- I was. Him and I both admitted that we were both thinking of, like, just by ourselves, like, being single oh, parents. Shit. And then we like met each other and we started talking and like you're just like yeah like what what does that mean but like my mom was 37 when she had me and i'm mm. 30 so i'm like i got seven years to figure it out you know what oh, i mean wow. okay. also 
I would love the idea of ad- adopting. Like I've always thought you about You would be adopting. such a good adopted mother. Oh, thanks. You would be so good. Just because I would like, and I mean like, you know, in the system it's so sad because like a lot of kids don't get adopted over the age of like seven. And I would be like, I would fucking love to kick it with like a seven yeah. year old. And <laughs> you know, and also like I was, my friend Lauren, I just was hanging out with her family and like her uh, cousin was like, playing Pokemon and he's like I think seven or eight and like me and him were just like in the backyard playing Pokemon as like the adults were having dinner and they were like do you guys not want to interact with us and we're like no we're getting Charmander's out there <laughs> like, so like I just like I'm just the taller version of a child right, right. Um, but I also feel like I am a single mother raising a single child and her name is Rose you know yeah, like I have to constantly I know that's fucking deep Rose thank you am I Oprah again you're just <laughs> but like I but everyone has their inner child that yes. they're, they're they're trying to nurture and heal and you know yes. raise all through the trauma and shit like that yeah okay so long distance relationships. the long distance relationships but but yeah so we started out and I feel like within that like six months we were very we just had to be vulnerable because you don't have the luxury of being in proximity with that person mm-hmm. and so we had to like deal with all our shit immediately like i am sometimes a very jealous person and so i would literally be like who is this girl liking your instagram photo because i thought i had nothing to lose like if right. i was dating this person and like we lived in the same city i probably would like hide those feelings but because we had the distance i had to face my insecurities head on which was scary don't get me wrong that six months was really really hard because it, it, we had to get past through yeah. so much stuff because you're just like are, are you loyal like you're trying yeah. to get to see like if they're really down for you or not if they have their options open it's and this weird feeling that you have your friends in your head being like long distance like is that really gonna work and you're just like i don't know is it and then you realize like no they're not in my relationship mm. you know this is between and that was the other thing that we were doing because our society like is so open about you know, cheating and monogamy is fake and yada, 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 that we would like read memes and like, we would be like, oh my God, are they talking about us? Like, is this what he's doing right now? Or is she doing? And it's just like, you would get in your head and you're like, but that's not my relationship. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, and a thing that we should always remember, not even in long distance relationship, you've never dated this person before. And this person has never dated you before. So you can't compare it to your old relationships, but you can hold on to those feelings those old relationships made you feel. Right. And if they get brought up again, you have to be like, why is that? This is a whole new person. This person doesn't even remind. Like, And that's the other thing about Anthony. He is not my normal type. Like, He is so not someone I would necessarily go for, but like, I love that about him. Like, because we're so different, like Mm -hmm. we really are, our point of views are very different. There's a lot of similarities we have, like our sense of humors are very like on par, but like we kind of differ on so many things and we have like deep philosophical conversations, you know, politically, we don't always line up, you know, uh, everything, like what we like, what we don't like. So that's like kind of cool to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you you guys could challenge each other. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, before the COVID, we were just seeing each other like once a month. You know, he would come up a month, I would come up, and we'd switch off and on. Because of COVID, though, I was staying in Seattle. Like, I was in Seattle. I flew down in March to celebrate our year anniversary. The quarantine happened. So So then I was stuck there for two months. So I was there from March, April, and like till the beginning of May. And did you see guys see each other a lot at that time? We did at the very beginning. And then it got to this like weird moment where we were like, he was like, 
this is a lot. Like we're spending a lot of time together. And I was like, yeah, we are. Yeah. And it was really strange for both of us. So then we just did it for weekends because he was also, he's still working. Yeah. You know, like that's crazy. Cause I'm someone who would want to be with someone all the time. I thought I was. Hashtag clingy. <laughs> that's clingy. me. <laughs> like a spokesperson for clingy (laughs) do you really never want to let go of your lover cling on yeah Um, i mean that's with my abandonment issues though i'm like don't leave me (laughs) don't don't go to the grocery store you're like not without me let's go together i just want to sit in the car it's okay i'm not not that bad i definitely because i obviously like i have so much going on in my life and i like being with my friends so they're i like a little bit of distance but like Long distance. That's why it was so tough for long distance. I just, it was like, I yeah. wanted to be with him all the time. Well, because relationships, there you have to have the physical side of relationships. Right. Like, you have to. Right. You know what I mean? I just want to fuck all the time. Oh, girl. Tell, come on. I have, like, I literally you, like, have the highest sex drive of most people you're I know. Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> I love sex. I enjoy sex. We have a very healthy sex life, though. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. So, like, when we're together, it's like. Maybe I'm just, like, so horny and I haven't gotten in a year and a half okay. so i just want to have sex every single day a year and a half mm-hmm. the whole time me and him have been together you've been wow. last dude i had sex with is bobby Shit. Okay, I don't know if I can go a year and a half. I mean, I've gone like so. Now I'm like, we better be fucking every single day. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like I'm making up. I'm not time. doing a long distance. I know. Yeah, but no, I also feel like we like you know I've gone like two. I think two months is the longest that Anthony and I have not seen each other. And like you know, there's a lot of like um, you know masturbation and everything that's involved. But like it still works. But I thought that was gonna be. I honestly thought that was gonna be the hardest part. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. The hardest part was being vulnerable for me because I mask a lot of my issues in relationships with sex. Mm. Like I realize that like yeah. if I'm mad at someone, You're I want to have sex. I'm Samantha. You know what I mean? Like if I'm hungry, I want to have sex. If I'm angry, <laughs> I want to have sex. If I'm sad, I want to have sex. Like if I'm happy, I want to have sex. And I would yeah. use sex as like a tool to ignore or not talk about the things that we need to talk about. And in a long distance relationship, communication is key in all relationships, oh, but it yes. is major key in long distance. Oh, that's because that's all, that's all you have. That's all you have. So, like, we, and you know, I, Anthony, I love you. You know that. But he is the world's worst texter. So that was, like, mm. a thing I had to, like, let go. But he, when he responds, he responds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, he is the world's worst texter. And that was, like, something that was difficult at the beginning of the relationship. you guys do, like, phone sex? Um, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he wants me to. Well, okay, whatever. Sorry, it's sorry, not like sorry, his parents okay, okay, listen. Okay. It's totally fine. No, I mean, like, but it, yes, we, we do. I'm not embarrassed by it. Yeah, I, I thought it was always kind of fun. Like, I would send sexy videos to Morgan. Like, oh, see? Of, like, me masturbating. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. I would, like, masturbate to his music. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Oh, wait. Whoa, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. I've never done that with Anthony. Yeah, and I'll be, like, in lingerie. Oh, that's cute. That's mm-hmm. really cute. See, I'm such a fucking dope ass girlfriend you are a dope ass girlfriend that's not even that's not the question the question is like you know um yeah not with him i will keep my thoughts to myself we will, if we there's a thought there. bubble in my head there. there would be like a lot of like anyways yeah um <laughs> moving on long distance relationship um but yeah no we have phone sex and things like that but like for the most part like 
it's yeah, but we also met each other when we were both trying to figure out like what sex was going to look like in general, mm. you know, in our own lives, like, you know, just trying to figure that out and understanding that there's other forms of intimacy that isn't just physical because mm. you have to be vulnerable with someone, you have to open up with someone. And so we talk about that. And I feel like in long distance relationship, your your speed is like maybe like 2.5 times faster than normal relationships because you have to learn a lot about a person very quickly in a short amount right. of time. No, I agree. I agree because, yeah, because he moved away like four or five months in. Yes. So then you're like, what do you do but talk? And then your conversations get, you know, very yeah. deep. And because I'm extremely emotional, and he is very level-headed, <laughs> but because I'm extremely emotional, sometimes our conversations would get so heated because they would get so deep so quickly. Mm. And instead of being like, I'm not ready to talk about that, I would like try to like get upset and everything. And the one of the many things I love about him is how level-headed he is. Like he is very left-brained. He is very like things can be black and white. That's why things it works because it's it's you know it's like. It, you guys level each other out. Yeah, we really do. And, you know, there's a lot of times where I always, like, I grew up because of the household that I grew up in and because of my dad's gross family. I thought argue, arguing was love. Like, I thought you argued with the people you love because the makeup afterwards was so beautiful. You know mm, what I mean? So that's interesting. I, so I grew up in a house where yelling was acceptable. You know what I mean? And that was, like, okay to do. I realized that that was a fault in all my relationships because I thought that's how you grew was an argument. And, like, Anthony isn't an angry person. It takes a lot. To, I still have yet to actually see him angry. Right. Like, I have not seen him I'm pretty similar off. to you, too, because I, I grew up in a very, like, angry, violent household. Mm -hmm. So, I, like, I'm a very calm person. We all know this. But when I am in a relationship and I argue. You get tight. You I get, get loud. yeah, I get really loud. I like raise my voice for, it, and I get really like, I get in. Yeah, you bury in. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. It's but you know, it, and then I start crying. Oh, I'm a crier. I'm, I'm such a, a crier. crier. We all know this. I am such a crier, but I cry <laughs> yeah. when I'm frustrated because my body doesn't know because I don't know how to deal. And I feel like it's true with a lot of women. We're not taught how to deal with anger. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we get it dismissed. Like, when a little boy throws a truck across the room, they're kind of like, oh, come on, Sam, why'd you do that? Don't do that again. You know, or just like, boys will be boys. But then, like, when a girl throws a truck across the room, the people are like, Sally, why'd you do that? Don't do that. And then it's like, you know, you right, shame right. women for being mad or angry. Boys will be boys. They'll be angry. So, like, for me, I immediately have to cry because I'm so, I don't know how to process it. I'm the same way. Oh my it's God, weird. we're the same. <laughs> um, we didn't touch, don't worry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like this, I would try to do what I usually do in past relationships and argue. And he wouldn't argue back. And then I would get more upset and he would, wouldn't argue back. And he would just be like, why are you, what are you doing? Like, he literally would just be like, wait, what? Right. Like what's happening? And I would be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and then, then being able to process that, but he's so loving that way. And I, so level headed. Yeah. And I think definitely like in a long distance relationship, when all you have is just that verbal communication. Yeah. It's like you really see yourself more on how you argue. Because, like, when you're together, you could just cuddle everything's fine. Yes. You know what I mean? And, like, but when you're, yeah, no, I totally get that. Like, I feel like shit just gets even more heightened and you really see a person more. Yes. 
and you seem at the ugliest too yeah. at times, you know, mm-hmm. even in and your trust is being tested. Everything gets tested. Your insecurities are yes, being tested. It's, you know, all of them. But then I realized that that was something I needed to do very, like he's, you know, extremely private and, you know, sometimes doesn't want to talk about his feelings because he's like, why? It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, it's just not needed. Where I'm like, I need to process every feeling and I need to talk about it right away. Right. Um, but he's like taught me that Dude, it's we're like. we're so much the same. I know. That's why we, we deserve we get each it. other. Yeah. That's why at one point we're like, we don't have feelings. <laughs> I don't have, I have We'll just whatever. But, we're, but it was also because we were like jaded and like, yeah. we're like, oh, fuck the world. You know what I mean? Let's fuck it as well. You know? You're right. God, how many F-bombs in a day can I do? But, um, but yeah, so you're like trying to scope that and then when you realize that you're like no it's I just don't know how to process these feelings in a healthy way and that's why I feel like people say like oh I don't have feelings you know like if Which you were is to, such a toxic way to, to yeah to be and to think yeah, you know right. like I'm still the same girl from the thirst trap episode the only difference though is I've been taught and seen what real love looks like you know what I mean? It's crazy because I I 100% agree with you because when I think about like my old episodes and to who I am now, it's like so much more like I've always been this person. Yeah. But it's just now it's just been more released because I'm being more comfortable. We're being more comfortable within ourselves. Like, yeah. I remember I started when me and Morgan started dating and we just had like the best, deepest conversations and I really opened up about so much, you know, so much things, whatever. And I remember when he told me, he was like, you need to show this side of you on your show yeah yeah like he was like i was like this is such a dope side of you like this needs to be shown on your show lo and behold <laughs> it gets shown so it doesn't you know and it does and i understand like why you have it like i feel like we talked about this the last time we talked which was like you don't need to give everything for the right. audience you know what i mean like you have to do keep some self for like self-preservance yeah but that's this is the place to do it, if anything. You know what I mean? Because yeah. your audience, like, loves you and cares about you no matter what and is going on this journey with you. But sometimes that takes a while. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. it's why we can give such great advice to other people but can never take our own advice sometimes. That's me. And that's me, too. <laughs> because, you know, like I, like, I understand why I was so angry and, like, low-key, like, was disrespecting men and didn't like them, you know, mm. is because I just felt so disrespected and angry from them. Yeah. And it was because I was going after the wrong individuals. And it was, like, a defense mechanism. Oh, 10,000%. Like, know? it was just us trying to be, like, we don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Because you don't give a fuck about us because we've been disrespected. We've been, you know, we've been hurt because yeah. we're emotional. We're, we're sensitive. Yeah. And I, you know? I, I honestly didn't give a fuck about a lot of those guys. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, there was a I'm like thinking and I was like, yeah, no, I don't really care about you at all. Because that's the other thing is I, I, with the insecurities <laughs> that you learn about in a relationship in general, you realize like, I know why this person has those insecurities. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I understand why, you know, the, he doesn't have a lot because he's very, like, Anthony's very secure in who he is, which was just, like, I think also really intimidating for me because, you know. On I get this, intimidated by that, too, when guys are very secure with themselves. I'm like. <laughs> yes, because I mean, it's like, you know, like, also, like, you know, he has a great body and I'm all like, oh, my body. You know what I mean? In a weird way, you just get, like, all, like, weird Oh, yeah, about it. yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just. <laughs> but, you know. That's how I was with Bobby because the last dude I had sex with. But I was always like. See, oh. uh, yeah, but then they don't care. They love your body no matter what. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I point to things and he's like, what are you pointing at? Like, like you weird. Mark. And he's like, 
it's fine. You know what I mean? I have. Yeah, they don't care. If they love you, they don't care. They don't. Honestly, they really don't care. They just want you to be happy. You right, know what I mean? Right. Um, but like, you know, you understand those insecurities that they have. Like I got like where he was like, nah, like all women cheat. And I was like, no, you just know of all the women that have cheated. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. You can't comprehend that there are women like me and you that have never cheated because you've been surrounded by so many women. So like anytime he'd be like, this is what I've seen women cheat. Like, are you going to cheat on me? And I realized that I would, ha I would reassure him at the it's crazy beginning. What do you realize that men are human? Oh my God. Yes. It's like when you realize that your parents are just people. Right. You're just like, holy shit. Okay. Like you, you have trust everything. issues too. Yes. What like, do you, you mean? You go and do the same thing. We're because, all doing you know, this to each other. Like with women, you know, we try to act like we hate our feelings and everything right. because men are only given two feelings, happiness and anger. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like, they're yeah. not told that they can be sad. They're not told they can be vulnerable. So when they are, and that like cracks open, you're kind of like, Whoa. it's like a holy yeah. grail in a weird right. way. Like this is, oh, I love when you just crack a man. <laughs> they um it you can also just open them up you know you don't have to like force them there's you don't have to crack them like an egg they could just yeah. be a door but i like i do i know you know what i mean i know I'm what you like, mean, I mean, like, you're just like oh what is in here no, i love it i love when guys open up about like you know my my mental health and my my yeah. trauma the way that i was raised i'm like yes let's talk about this yes because i also realized that a lot of like I've realized that a lot of my guy friends are like, no woman likes sensitive men. That's not true. We do I'm like- I'm honestly debating on dating a cancer because I just- I love it. Because I mean, I'm like, I've dated- I just yeah. feel like I need I need a dude who's like hella sensitive. So I'm going to go for a cancer. Yeah. I mean, as I someone know. who's with a cancer, I love it. Oh, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I mean, like, <laughs> he has cancer. I love it. It's great. It's amazing. But like, he's not- Like, the other thing is that it's not that we like- We don't- like, I feel like they don't understand what we mean by sensitive. We just need consideration. We need empathy. empathy. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I want, like, I, I want to be with someone who cares about people. Yeah. Who cares about the world. The like, who just, the environment, <laughs> social justice. Yes. <laughs> like, if you can't talk about race with me, then sorry, I can't be with right. you, you know? But, like, there's, like, notions and ideas that we just want you to, we just don't want you have, you don't have to be angry and happy with me. You can have more emotions. Society right. has told you that these are the only acceptable ones. Yeah, when you meet a man who just knows how to open that shit up to you yeah. and is not ashamed of that. And, and it's it's great. And I feel like that's something that, I'm getting like, horny just thinking about it. Ooh, ah! I will roll out. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, you it, it takes, but it takes a while to get there. But in long distance relationships, you have to start off that like very quickly. So like the things we would normal relationships probably don't talk about until like maybe like nine months in, maybe a year we were talking about at the beginning. Um, also, because I feel like we had both. Because you really got to like think like, OK, we're we really going to do this. This long distance. Like you yes. got to really like figure out early on. You're not going to just go with the flow. Like if you're going to be long distance. And that was the thing with me and Morgan. I think that sometimes we had this go with the flow mentality, mm. which just. Obviously, it's not, yeah. not, not it because we got to know if we're really doing this long distance shit. We got to have a plan. Yes. You have to have a foundation. You have to have a foundation. We yeah. didn't have that shit. You need to have a foundation. Like you need to like, like how you were saying, fly out to each other every month. Yep. Make sure that you see each other. Like make there's a that, schedule. Yeah. A schedule, a priority or even just like the, you know, the plan to eventually live in the same city together. Like you have to see the future or else it's just, why are you doing this? See, and that's like something that me and him have been talking about where we're like, we could see us doing this for a while only because we're in this. Because very it's like both, both cities are home to you though. Not everyone has that, like yeah. that, like 
opportunity. Like sometimes yeah. people are like, oh, like for instance, like fucking Alabama. That's not home for me. What do you have there? What am I? Right. Yeah. Why am I going to Alabama for all the time? You know, yeah, besides him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like for you guys, it kind of. It works. And yeah. I mean, I, he has been like, I will never move back to L.A., which I understand, honestly. I'm like, okay, L.A. is not your home. But I also know that L.A. is not my permanent home. Like, right. part of me has always wanted to live in another country because, like, I, you know, my dad is Irish and I do have an Irish passport. And I'm like, how come I've never taken advantage of that? And also, like, in the current climate of the world and, like, whatever fucking happens in November, mm-hmm. like, maybe I don't want to live in America <laughs> anymore. Like, right. you know, like, the, yeah. and, like, and he's down for that. But we've also talked about, like, you know, we have our own, like, we're learning our own things about in this in relationship, like talking about kids, talking mm-hmm. about marriage, talking about living together, where, you know. And at, at least you guys want the same thing where you're like, nah, I'm not really sure about kids, right? Yeah. Now. Like, we're also not really sure about, like, moving in with each other either. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I, he's kind of like, you don't have to move back to Seattle. Like, you don't have to right now. Okay. So you guys are like. You're quick, but you're not really quick. You are quick emotionally. We're very quick emotionally. But everything but else when it comes to moving in together, because, like, me and Morgan were like, hey, when things are set over there, let's move in together. Wow. Like, we were going to move in together. Okay, I, we talked about having kids. Oh, see that? Oh, nah, nah. We, I mean, we we did, and then we were just like, that's it. Okay, we're not, we're, well, neither of us but, have but, an answer. But, 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 you know, it's the yeah. Charlotte in me that's like, I want to have a family. Yes. I want to have kids, you Yes, know? no, I get that. Like, I want to, like, build, you know? So I thought, I thought. I yeah. Wanted, okay, but with Sex and the City, my whole thing is that I, I still want my carry apartment. You know what I mean? Right. And that like, is. That is what it is, you know? <laughs> and same thing with him. Like, that's the yeah. other thing that we, like, also realize is that, like, he has never lived with a partner. And he's like, I don't know what that's going to look like. You know what I mean? Because he's never done it before. I've done it before, and it was really bad. So I'm yeah. also like, I need to live in a house that's, like, two bedrooms or, like, three bedrooms. I mean, I definitely want to eventually buy my own house. Yes. I mean, that's my other thing. Like, it just, from like... From all of it. But in a long distance relationship, you have to start with, if I did like a press kit for someone, it would have to be, you start with emotions first, right? Start with the vulnerable shit first. You're so LA. Yeah, I know. (laughs) This was a press kit and I was teaching a TED talk on long distance relationships, the relationships you're longing for. This is, oh, I just made that That up. Am I Oprah? You're Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have to start with the emotional stuff and vulnerable stuff very quick, very fast Mm. at the very beginning. Um, insecurities, you know, what is this? What is that? And then, then and you establish that shit. And establish that shit right off the bat. Then don't, you don't kind do what of, I did. No, you have to establish it because there are going to be people in your life that are like, oh, this isn't real because you're not doing what the norm is. Because we were at first like, oh, we, we won't do long distance. Like, we were just denying ourselves. And we're like, yeah. we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And then when we did it, we're like still talking every day. We're like, should we do this? I guess we'll do this. It just was like very go with the flow. It wasn't like, Right. This is what we're doing. And I understand, like, why sometimes labels, people get irritated by them, but they are helpful. They especially are. if you're, 100%. like, if you are going over the whole factor of, like, do we do this? It's, like, no, that's your answer right there. If you are keep coming back from, like, do we do this? Yes, yes. you do this. You yeah. have to have the establishment because there's a security in that. You mm. know what I mean? So Damn you have right. To, all the emotional <laughs> stuff, all no, the security I go back things. to that episode. But <laughs> um and then the next thing is communication communication is key Mm. like we you know we don't text each other every morning but we do make sure to like either like leave a voicemail or call each other at night we text throughout the day but like you know if I have like four like literally I feel like I had like five zim calls in like one day and I like missed a call but then I had a voicemail from him so like Mm. communication is really key uh we have like we schedule like 
I'll order him food in Seattle. He'll oh, order me food in Seattle. Wait, that's so sweet. Yeah, and then we'll have like I mean, Skype dinner together. Oh my God, yeah, like gross. Zoom dinner. We've watched movies together. Like we were watching like um, when Watchmen was like big, we would watch Watchmen together. That is hilarious. <laughs> I remember you used to always say this even before you met him. You'd always be like, I'm in a long distance relationship with my feelings. I, and that's literally what you're in. I know I am. And like I'm, you manifested that. In a weird way, I have. <laughs> and I like found the right person to do it with right. too. Because that's the other thing is that we you know we did the excuse of i need to focus on my career and then like this is the best way to fo- for both of us to focus on our careers because like he's really kind enough to be like i'm never gonna ask you to sacrifice what you want for me and that was like at first that's i was dope. like that's dope and amazing and then i was like wait do i have to promise the same thing yes i do right you know it it was a weird I think, thing to I let think go. being in a relationship actually makes your career even better i feel like if you have the right partner mm-hmm. who could really build you up I know a bunch of artists that would disagree with you. There's a bunch. I know this is, it's, but like, but, <laughs> there's but, a bunch but, of artists that are like, heartbreak is how I write my album. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Too. Yeah. I mean, because I'm the same way. Heartbreak <laughs> helps me write my album. No. But no. also, you don't need to but, live through agony all the time yeah, to make great uh, exactly. art. Exactly. Like, yeah. there's other ways to do it. It can't just only be heartbreak. But, yeah. you know, I, I think if you find the right partner, you know, and really, because it's like, it's, it's, it's like, okay, you have romance, but also it's like a business. It is. And so it's like finding a way. business partner, you yeah. know, to do life with. Like, yeah. if you could find, like, I just feel like you could accomplish so much. I don't, that's my opinion. No, I completely agree. And it also has to do with this, like, element of making sure that you are constantly always on the same page. Like, you readjust and come back. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're like, oh, are we, oh, we're good. Okay, fine. And right. then you just keep it pushing. Right. Um, you don't want to overdo that, though, because if you find yourself talking about your relationship, and not like outside stuff, then all of a sudden you're realizing like, who am I trying to convince? Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're constantly yeah. talking about like, talk about the first time we met, like talk about our first date. Like, why did you fall in love with me? Why did you like me? And that's like your common ground. Then you're not actually in a relationship. You're just constantly. Trying I feel to- attacked. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. <laughs> okay, to be fair, though, I am someone who had to learn that, though. Because I, I would always be like, do you remember when we popped Molly's at the Virgil? <laughs> like, do you remember when we did this? That's okay, though. Like, if you're reminiscing about, like, things you did together, like, that's okay. You do that with your oh, friends. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm talking about if you're trying to think about Try to ways to validate like if they still like yeah. you oh, okay, no, or if you're okay. talking about the early days again like you're trying yeah. to recreate the honeymoon phase right by being like tell me how much you love me like oh like that yeah okay, I, don't do, stuff I, don't, I don't do that i don't do that yeah, i was no. just like you remember when we did this that was so fun yeah no that's fine that's yeah. fine i mean there's a lot of times where he'll just like look at me and tell me a funny story i'm like oh my god i totally forgot that happened to us like yeah he, we were uh before quarantine, we like went to Vancouver, and he's like, "Do you remember when we were stuck at the border for four hours?" And I was like, "No, I lo- like blocked that out of my memory because it was so bad." But it was also really funny because he was like so tired and exhausted, and was like joking with me the whole time. Um, but communication is key in those relationships, and also what we're kind of doing right now is you have to redefine milestones, um, and that's like an important thing that I, we're like trying to figure out because the kids thing, we're kind of like, well, could we, we don't know how we feel about that. The marriage thing has come up and that's one where we're like, 
long distance marriage, like we don't know what that looks like. That's not like a thing that there's no like thing in society that I can point to and be like, oh, it looks like that. But then there's also this idea notion where like I thought for the longest time that I wanted to get married. And recently I've been like, oh my God, I don't. But I don't know if it's society telling me that or that's an own, commitment my issues. own my commitment issues or my own conclusion. But he's like, yeah, no, it's okay if I don't get married. And I'm like, and then of course I'm like, no, fight for this. And I'm like, but do I actually want to get married? Like it's a constant yeah. thing I'm trying to figure out right now. So for him and I, it's like, if we don't get married, what does the next milestone look like? Do we move in together? Do we buy a house? Do we get a joint bank account? So like we have to right. redefine do you think what maybe you'll is. just know once it, life just happens and, it, you know, like I, I just feel like so. sometimes life just kind of shifts. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you're kind of like, OK, what do we do from here? Like, do we want to continue to do this? Should we do this? Are we OK with doing that? You yeah. Know? There's a book that my friend recommended me to read called The New I Do, which is all about like breaking down. Usually I don't really like self-help books, but this one's like interesting because it's just about like, why are we so obsessed with marriage? You know what I mean? Like right. people used to get married for land and to stop wars. We don't do that anymore. You know right. what I mean? And like, I've, been, I've been thinking about that too, where I'm like, ah. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And I think it's like, I think I also have my own weird thing about marriage because my parents have been together for 36 years, almost 37 years. And I know what a marriage looks like. And it's sometimes very hard to look at because it's, it's a lot of fucking like, Ooh, you're working it's through some a lot hard of, a lot of fights. A do. lot of fights. And I, my parents of, are divorced. So I, I see. I've yes, seen. And a lot of like to keep it together. What happens? So, you know, it's just like me trying to figure it out. But like, and I'm like slowly realizing, I'm like, God, I, society has told me like, that's what you do. And I'm like, but right. do I actually want to do that? And it's okay so, if you don't. And it's okay. And you're right. Like maybe down the line, I'm like, yeah, like I would love to get married. But then also part of me is like, I don't want, I just, I don't want that money. I just want a house. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. someone's like marriage or house, I'd be like, spend all that wedding money on a house. Like I'm okay with having like a life partner for the rest of my life. But mm-hmm. like to have. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm also not a girl that's like, I can't wait for my wedding. Like, I'm I'm the girl that's like, I can't wait to be a mother. Yeah. And I say it all the time. <laughs> we all know that. But I've never been like, I can't wait till my wedding day. Like, I, I've even said, like, if I ever have a wedding, like, I'm definitely not going to have a court. Like, I'm not going to yeah. have, like, the a bunch of bridesmaids. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just going to have, like, a, probably a very, if this this is if it does happen, like, just a very, like, small wedding, but then have a big party with, like, a buffet of Filipino food. I mean, oh, Lupia? Yeah. Yes. Or you can hear I'd be there a heartbeat with my big purse getting all yeah. that. Like if it, you know, if it does happen, but at the same time, I'm not like, please. Yeah. You know. There's my sister and my best friend. Those are two people that I've actually like saved, like put money aside in a bank account because I know from them, I'm going to get a text at like three in the morning being like, Hey, I'm about to get married. You have to fly to like whatever country. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just know that like Claire oh, and my destination. Best, yes. I know that Claire and Jackie are going to elope. Like those are just like two people in my life. That Shout I out know. to Claire and Jackie. I love the midges. Like, yeah. but I just, those are two women that I know that no matter what, I'm going like, that's what's going to happen. They're going to be like, I got married. I'm like, okay. And I kind of like that. But I also feel like I also in a weird way, like Anthony and I, we've just made like a commitment where we're just like, let's see where this goes. Now, the hard thing for me, though, is I always think about the future, like constantly, almost too much where I'm like, are you going to be here in five years? And he's five years. And he's like, I don't know. I would like to be. But I put so much stress on the future. Dude, I mean, I give myself anxiety. I feel that. It's just scary. You know what I mean? It is scary because it's like 
for me, like, I'm always just scared, like, they'll they'll leave. Yeah. Like, I mean, are you really going to stay for five years? Are you really going to stay for the rest of my life? Yeah. You know? I feel like it, the thing is, is I know he's capable of doing it. Like, I know he's capable of staying for five years. I know that. Right. But part, like, that little part of me is, like, I but, don't but, like but, the but, other option. Right. You know, it's you or nothing, you know? Yeah. And we both agree that because of where this relationship is, like, and how we met. So maybe marriage is a good thing so you can have that commitment that says he's going to be there. But then I'm also, like, but isn't marriage sometimes, like, a false commitment? Because if you're married to someone, then you're, like... Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like it sometimes causes more problems with that image. And, like, oh, we have to stay together because we're married versus, like, no, I'm staying together because I love you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you have an argument with a partner that you've been with for 10 years and they choose choose you, um, then it's like, oh, you chose me because you chose me. But if you have a part an issue with a partner that you've been married to for 10 years and they're just like, I'm only staying with you because we're married. Like, oh, that. I get that. I get that. That just hit my heart. Oh, I get that. fuck. That just hurt my heart. You know <laughs> what I mean? So that's what I'm, like, processing right. and thinking about. But I'm also not trying to get married in the next, like, two, three years. Like, right. I, that's another thing. Commitment's hard. I'm, yeah. I I get that because it's, it's like, okay, you could get married, but you could still cheat on me. You could still mm-hmm. divorce me. You could still leave. Yeah. So it's like how. And it's also like if we divorce, like, it's going to be messier. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Having to deal with, like, splitting. And, and I've seen my parents go through the divorce, and it wasn't it wasn't totally messy. It just was, like, it was just, of course, it's, it's a breakup. It's annoying. It's, annoying. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's traumatizing as, like, a kid, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, so there is that fear of just, like, how committed can you really be in a marriage? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we were talking about it at that red table, you know what I mean, with Will and Jada. <laughs> right. Like, look at that. You look at that, and you're just kind of like, obviously, there's other issues that are happening in that relationship to right. begin with. But you kind of look at that, and you're kind of like, okay, but would you break up, though, if you weren't married? Right. That's what, Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it's like, oh, but then you made that commitment, so you kind of have to stick have together. To. Yeah. Yeah. I but know. Like, there's going to be, you know, just things in life that – just throw your way but you don't know if a someone could be attracted to somebody like yeah to an entanglement like or you just fall out of love people change people grow and that's like scary but like the one thing I know that I can guarantee is like I'm never going to cheat I just I can't it's just like I know people are like what you can't no I can guarantee that because that's just the type of person I am I know that I'm never going to murder anyone on purpose Maybe in self-defense, but I'm never going to murder anyone on purpose. Right. And I know I'm never going to cheat on Anthony. I just know that about right. myself because right. that's who I am. But I don't know what other things life might throw at me that might test our relationship. Right. But that's when relationships become stronger. You know what I mean? Like right. you, someone can't be a ride or die until you actually get to that like prefaces where it's like, what do we do? Right. Kind of like the last episode where we were talking about like our friendship got closer because mm. of this thing that happened. Right. That like brought us together because it was and it tested us Mm -hmm. you know and so Mm -hmm. then it's like what and those happen in every relationship with family when there's like a death or like when something is stressed or whatever it is Mm. so those happen whether or not we like it and I think that's also taps into and I feel like you're the same way sometimes the control issue because you don't have any control on life in that sense Mm -hmm. But you got to let it's I'm giving myself this advice when I say it. you just got to let go of it. Right. You know that like you can't hold on to it or you actually suffocate it. 
Right. Like, I, yeah, like I feel like I'm not opposed to getting married. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with doing that later. Yeah. You know, like I feel like if me and my partner have kids before and we get a house and maybe later on we could, you know, get married. And I've also thought about like, what if I want the same last name as my kids? Yeah. That's something that I've thought about too. Is like, am I going to have a different last name? I don't know. It, yeah. it, it's, 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 it's. And taxes. That's right. another thing. Exactly. Where, like, where it's like, what does it mean? Like when right. we share it's money, like, we don't share money. Right. So it, it, it's something I'm still kind of figuring out. And I, I'm just telling myself like, well, first let's just find a man that you like. Yeah. <laughs> and just go from there. Cause I think maybe if you just find the right person or maybe you, you hit a certain time in your life, that's when you realize, okay, I'm ready for this. Yeah. You know, I just think. That makes sense. And that works. I mean, like one of the things, so my friend Lauren, she has friends that one of them proposed and the girl was like, you know what? Let's have kids first, raise them until they're five and six. And if you're still around, then sure, I'll marry you. And I heard that and I was like, that's kind of, I like that. Like, I was like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I was like, kind of like how I envisioned what my life would be like too. Yeah. In a weird way. And it's, you know, there's some people that are probably listening to this that are like, what? (gasps) This what? You know, sex before marriage. Marriage is. It's hard. It's it's hard. It's hard. And I'm already struggling on how to get through a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not good at relationships. So thought of like being with someone forever i feel like i could be with someone forever i don't know if someone could be with me forever girl that is whew, that's always on my mind that's like always on my mind constantly yeah like i will stick through it all yeah i just don't know if someone could deal with me because they always left me i've always guy yeah. i've never i've never broken someone's heart mm. i've always had my heart broken so guys have always dumped me. Guys have always, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been situations where like, okay, I had one day and I decide not to text them back. Like that, that cause I'm, I'm, cause I'm someone who knows right away. Right. Right. So you do. yeah. So if I like you and I'm pursuing, like we're doing this, like I'm not going to leave. Yeah. 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 Like no, I'm, I get I'm, that. I'm here. You Loyal. Know? Loyal as fuck. Right. Loyal ass hoes. And like, even if I see the ugly side of you, yes. if you've gained weight, if you've lost weight, like yeah. anything, like I will like stick by this person. I can, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. I'm just realizing that I don't know if I necessarily need. I don't need. know if it's healthy, but. <laughs> and same. some of your situations, no. No. But <laughs> you'll know when it's unhealthy. Right, right, And for right. both partners, I always think about like, so. <laughs> Sex in the City, about how, like, when Big was like, it's weird that you still call me your boyfriend, you know, because they're, like, older and mm-hmm. stuff. But I always thought it would be really funny if I just, like, introduced Anthony to people, like, if we're in our 60s and we never get married, I'm like, this is my ride or die. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, that's your new title. You're not my boyfriend it's or like my a millennial, friend. like, grandparent. Yes, I'm like, this a millennial is my a ride or die, yeah. you know? And, then, like, but that's, like, what it is, though, in a way, is that you... you are like your friends. The reason why we hold relationships so dear to our heart is because we're choosing this person Mm. and every, and I, I, you know, have made that decision with Anthony. And I tell him that like, literally I told him at the very beginning of our relationship when we were finally saying, I love you to each other is that every morning I wake up, I choose you. Mm. And if there's ever a moment you, and he's like, every morning I wake up, I choose you. And if the, there's ever a moment where we question that or falter that you have to tell that person, it's so painful and so hard, but you have to, and um, I don't fall out of love like that. I don't either. I'm not like there's there's some bitches out there who do. I, I there's get, some people uh, out there who just like I just don't I don't feel anything. I'm like how? I know it's I, fascinating. Like, it's crazy. I love so hard. We love. I know so we hard. love so. Lo- I love loud. I love loud, and I you know I 
and it's because that's literally the perfect description of how you love. I love loud. I love loud. Like, <laughs> I, I do. I love loud, and I love a neon. And it's like sometimes it's really overwhelming and hard to process. But like I, and it's you know I I realize that I chose the wrong people, and like with. Anthony deserves nothing but an amazing partner. Like that's something I learned from him from the jump is this dope. This dude is so dope. He's amazing. I love him. He's great. He's smart. He's kind. He's funny. And he's a, an amazing human being and Aww. he deserves nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. He deserves, he deserves a great partner and he hasn't had a great partner. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's had like, you know, decent girls. Like, you know, that sounds like shade to his ex, but like, He's, they're obviously exes for a reason. Right. But he deserves an amazing partner. And I just That's like, you. Thank you. And I want to continue and be that. Right. So, and vice versa. You know, he realizes that. Like, he'll text me literally. He texted me this morning was like, you're just a dope-ass girlfriend. And I was like, fuck Aww. yeah. And that's all it took. You know what I mean? But you, my mind's like, don't call me anymore. <laughs> well, fuck that guy. Honestly. I'm just kidding. I'm Sorry. Oh, whatever. Anyways. I was just, I was just but, being a joke. <laughs> but they're possible. Long distance are possible and I feel like and you know this is really timely because with COVID and the pandemic there are more people in long distance relationships and that's like what I was approaching on in the article that I was working on is like what does that look like and what does that mean and it is possible it just takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of patience Mm, you know patience yeah um and I'm all about the work I'm not really that patient (laughs) but I'm learning working on it we're all Um, working on something yeah I'm working on that and tan just kidding I can't tan I can't tan (laughs) to save my life I literally was like I went out the of my house and I was like hanging up my like laundry to dry and I was like I could feel my skin burning and I was like I have to do this in the shade I am getting a sunburn right now I'm too pale I'm so pale I know. I love when I tweeted like I'm getting pale. And you're like, I was like, "Are you pale? Are you pale? <laughs> you're like, are you what? I'm sorry. Are you pale? Are you the color of unbaked pie crust? Do your legs look like two freshly cracked glow sticks? Do you look like you could be Casper? Freshly cracked glow sticks. My legs look like two freshly cracked glow sticks. I okay, blind you're people. You can use my belly as a white balance. Oh you know? my! God. Is your cousin Casper? You know? Do you use a uh, white out as your? Um, you know, foundation. I love that you're just roasting yourself right now. I, literally, my m- father is Irish and my mother's Irish Norwegian. Could you get any whiter? <laughs> Honestly, like the two whitest complexions. And people are like, Rose, you can tan. No, I can't, bitch. It, there are some people who cannot tan, okay? And that's you, me. My freckles wh- connect. What happens and that's when you it. Like, are laying out in the sun? For I sunburn. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a chicken. Oh, my, sorry, that was... Sorry, I need to lower. Like I'm literally going deaf. I'm so sorry. I love so loud. loud. I love loud. You I love burn. Loud. I'm a chicken. I turn it. I'm a chicken. I roast like a chicken. Aww. I'm burn. There's no. There's no. There's no tan. No. There's no tan. There's, there's just no like, melanin. There's just. You see these? Like these? I'm pointing to my freckles, and then flip my arm over. Where are they? <laughs> they're they're disappeared. They're gone. So my freckles connect, and then that's how I get a tan. But I I cannot. You, there are some human beings that just cannot tan. Sure, spray tan, whatever. I think it looks ridiculous on me. I love my pale skin. I yeah. love it. It's beautiful. And it's soft. Oh. You've, you've felt me before. 
We shouldn't touch each other. Well, you are soft. I know. I'm very soft. That's 15 you years felt of. You've me before. I know. This 15 years of eczema right there, man. Soft skin. I have eczema too. Look how bad it's gotten. Oh my God. Well, my actually, my hands are better, but I was like, I was toe up. My, yeah. Yeah. But, anyways. It's stress. I think it's stress and diet, but it's mostly stress because of COVID. Yeah. Like, literally, it comes up and I'm like, my hands were so bad. It definitely cleared up. You know what works? Apple cider cider vinegar and hot water. Okay, I've been doing. I do it. You can. I can do it on the backs of my hands. I can't do it on the backs of my knees though because mm. it's so sweaty back but there. It but on the backs the of my hands. hands. Yeah, yeah, with the little really blisters. Do you ever get yes, those little those blisters? Little, oh god, they're yeah. bad. But yeah, and anyway. then you know I get them on my eyes sometimes. But yes, no, I can't tan. I just have <laughs> pale skin. And it's okay. It's fine. Okay. Someone loves this pale skin. <laughs> but I love my pale skin. I've like learned to love it. Finding a foundation is extremely hard, but like, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's fine. But no, I just, uh, I get freckles and that's. But it's okay. You're beautiful. Thank fine. you. Mm-hmm. Well, um, any last words? Cause I'm running out of time. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. Can, no, it's okay. I'm sure people will love to hear you talk until like, you just. Run out of things to talk about. I always like. I feel we should like just do like a three-hour like bonus episode of just you talking. <laughs> <laughs> or, think- or maybe you could just take over the show. <laughs> no, like no, this is your show. I, I do, know, like, no, 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 experience. but like, but you know, like, well, fuck Ellen, but like, oh, remember yeah. Ellen would have like guest, like a guest host, host? yeah, like. I feel like there should be an episode where we bring in a third person and then it's just like, I think down. you, me and Joff ready to do that. Oh yes. That's what the people have been asking for. They've been asking for that. We have also like, that's, ooh. I told Joffrey that I was coming here and she was like pissed and wanted to come and smoke <gasps> and like hang out. Oh my God. I would have loved her to have been here. In I the know. Gallery. <laughs> I know. But I was like, this is me and Rose's time. We just come on next. Yeah. Oh wait. I think peanut gallery is not acceptable to say. No, I just looked that what up. Ah, oh, damn it. It's a, it's a very like, like racist um, phrase. Damn it. I literally I'll just read this. I know. Take that out. <laughs> I would have loved to have Jaffers in the audience. <laughs> well, I'm reading like, you know, like every well-intentioned white person. I'm yeah. reading a lot of books right now. And so maybe that's my sign off. Okay. So I'm going to tell you like the like three books I've read that I absolutely loved recently. Mm-hmm. D- um, How to be anti-racist. That's just a great book in general. Yeah. It's amazing. Everyone should read it. The Vanishing Half, which I just <gasps> finished. I just started that. Girl, I'm in the first chapter. I still have to keep going. I've been really depressed. I haven't been able able to read it, but I have it. Yeah. I am so upset. It's the best book I've read in the last five years. Holy shit. I love that book. Okay, I'll get on it. It's Toni Morrison's structure meets like Zora Neale Hurston's like poetry. Like it's just very like interesting woven story and that I'm just obsessed with. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I'll get on it since I've been crying too much. I need to keep myself busy. And then, um, (laughs) Then a weird departure of, I've been reading The Whites by Richard, oh, I forget his last name, but he used to write for The Wire, and he wrote for the TV show The Night Of, and it's like this, like, cop story that is nothing like The Vanishing Half. It's like a huge departure. It's like, there's a lot of dead bodies and everything, and I'm like, wow, this is strange. Yeah. But those are I love that you're books. giving book recommendations. <laughs> I will give book re- recommendations <laughs> and movie recommendations for days. Yeah. I got you, fam. Anyways, do you want to plug yourself? Um, yeah, you can find me at Rose underscore Etta Stone or the new blog on the block dot com. Boop, boop, boop. That's all social media. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. And I heard there might be new merch. New merch. That's what I'm wearing. Oh. I'm like, yeah, I'm just working on it due to COVID. It's kind of taking you But new merch is coming. New merch coming soon. For more details, check out BrokeGirlTherapy.com because therapy 
It's too expensive. That was so good. Three ninety. I'm gonna send that to my agents and be like, get me a job just <laughs> off of that clip. <laughs> I just want to do the sweating. laugh right after. I know my fucking jammed AK forty seven laugh. So <laughs> <laughs> get on TikTok is gonna make fun of it. I know. Okay. All right. Bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke, broke, girl, girl, therapy. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand-friendly, but don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.